welcome. This is a message from Victory Church. We trust you'll be inspired and encouraged by today's message. Excellent. I want to talk about loads and burdens today. Everyone say loads and burdens. Loads and burdens. And to do that, I want us to go to Genesis, the first book in the Bible. Genesis chapter 22. In order to learn some things, sometimes you've got to go back to the beginning. It always pays to go back to the beginning. And so Genesis is a very beginning. It's the very first book in the Bible. And we're going to look at a couple of characters out of this uh, portion of Scripture. One is Abraham. Many of you may have heard of Abraham. He's the father of our faith. Father Abraham. As a young man growing up, we sang those songs. Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons did Father Abraham. No, had Father Abraham. I am one of them and so are you. And so say all of us. Okay, that's enough for me. Genesis chapter 22 verse 1 says, Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. And early the next morning, Abraham got up and saddled his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son, Isaac. Any Isaacs out there? (laughs) When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son. It's almost like he knows what his son's going to say. Any dads out there that know what their sons are going to say? Abraham says, yes, my son. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said. But where's the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar, on top of the wood. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Abraham looked up and there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. And so Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide And to this day, it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. What a great story. I love this account in the Word of God. There's so many truths. There's so many riches. There's so many things that we can draw from this passage of Scripture. But I want to tie into my message tonight about loads and burdens And the reason I want to talk about it is because loads and burdens cause and are a result of some of the problems we face. And so I want to talk to you just very quickly about some of the problems that you will face if you're not facing problems already. 
This notion that you can be a Christian and all your problems will disappear is just not true. So if you were in a meeting and someone said, give your life to Jesus, all your problems will go away, I want you to know that that is not true. In actual fact, some of you will have more problems as a result of following Christ. We see that in Abraham's life, it says sometime later, God decided to test Abraham. The sometime later is after the incredible blessing that Abraham received. Abraham was a man who was very blessed. It seems like everything he touched turned to gold. He had wealth beyond measure. He waited to a very uh, latter part of his life and he gave birth to, or his wife gave birth in her old age to this incredible son, Isaac. It just seemed like Abraham had everything he'd ever wanted and much, much more. He could say, along with Paul, that God has done and will do immeasurably more above and beyond all we ask, dream, hope, or imagine. And for many years, Abraham lived in that blessing. And then we have, and some time later. Some time later, God decided to test Abraham. In other words, God decides to throw a curveball into Abraham's world. Abraham was tracking along merrily, going in a straight, narrow path, and God decides just to mess things up a little bit. God loves us enough to mess things up a little bit. And the reason he was doing it is to test his faith and to test his love. It's easy to say you love God, but this is an opportunity for Abraham to prove his love to God. I think that's one of the weaknesses of our Christian walk is that we just get glib and our love for God becomes a mantra. It becomes rhetoric and we, we no longer feel our words and, and, and that doesn't satisfy nor please God. And so every now and then he'll bring things into our world just to test where our heart really is. And so he was doing that with Abraham all those years ago. And uh, it's amazing how he responds because it's easy to say you love God when things are going well. It's easy. But I want you to know that every one of us in this room is going to have a sometime later moment. So if you're being blessed, that's awesome. Maybe you can come up and rub against us later. That would be awesome. Maybe you can pray for us later. That, that's great. But you will have a sometime later moment. And this message is to prepare you for your sometime later moment. Some of you might be in that sometime later moment right now. It's not later. It's very present. It's sometime right here, right now for you. And that's cool because that's life. We all have to face our curveballs. Whether it's from God, whether it's from the devil, whether it's from people, or whether it's just life. Some things in this world just happen. Doesn't mean the devil's behind it, doesn't mean God's in it. It just happens. Some things just happen. Sometimes cars just break down and it's not because there's a devil assigned to you. It just happens. Life will throw us curveballs from time to time. Wherever it comes from, whatever the circumstance, whatever the situation, it will reveal where we're at in life. There's nothing to test us like troubled times. There's nothing to test us like 
when there's a curveball thrown our way. It is indeed the testing of our faith. You may have received an incredible job and got an incredible promotion. You said, man, this is awesome. God is good. And then a year later, you lose your job. Where's God? Well, he's in the exact same place when you were praising him about getting the job in the first place. He's the one constant in our life. The Bible says it this way in Hebrews 13 verse 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so there's nothing to test us like problems and situations that don't quite go our way. But relax, it's life. It happens. And I want to set you free that if anyone ever told you that as a Christian you'll never have problems, then you are lied to. Be free with that truth. Problems are coming your way. But God is on his throne. And so when it comes to loads and burdens, we need to understand that it starts with some of the problems that we face, as we saw in Abraham's life. And because of the problems we face, it causes pain. How many of you can say, I've been to a problem and the result was pain? Or how many of you said, you know what, I just love problems, they're awesome, bring it on, I love them. No, 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 problems bring pain. In verse 6, we see Abraham had an incredible decision to make. And it caused a lot of pain. He had this decision. Love God, love my son, but who do I love more? Who am I going to obey? And he decides... To make that painful decision to obey the word of God. And it says he calls his son, Isaac. Isaac, are you out there? I need my Isaac to come up. A.K.A. Mitchy Rainbow. That would be great. <laughs> and he called Isaac over. And he said, we're going to go and worship the Lord. And it says of Isaac, or sorry, of Abraham, that he loaded his son up with the wood. How's that going, mate? You're right? We could have made it a lot heavier. We've been kind on you, let me tell you. Isn't that right, Mark? Now, when you look at this scenario, it doesn't quite seem fair. Abraham loads his son up with all the wood. And of Abraham, it said that he carried the fire <laughs> and the knife. The older, wiser, more responsible one 
just held the fire and the knife. When you look at this picture right now, young guy with all the weight and the old man with just a knife and a flame, you would be mistaken for thinking, are you kidding me? It may seem a little unfair to you that he would have to carry all that weight, that big load of wood. And he might say, well, I'm strong, I can do it. But they went for a long, long walk and they went up a mountain. And the whole time, it was Isaac's responsibility to carry the wood. Well, Abraham only carried a knife and a lighter. It can seem a little bit unfair. Maybe some of you think that's being a little bit unfair. It's heavy, huh? Keep going, son. Keep going, son. You've wiped your brow, you've drunk some water, you might as well preach. You want to say anything? God loves you. While I will concede that this knife and this lighter does not weigh as much as that wood, you need to understand something. That while Isaac was carrying the weight of the wood, his father Abraham was carrying the burden of having to sacrifice his son. Now, I want you to think for a moment, what weighs heavier, the wood or the weight of God's word? God's word weighs heavy on us at times. I love the word of God. And I love the scriptures that promise us some incredible inheritance. But coupling that is a weightiness that comes from time to time. I'll help you, mate. Give him a round of applause. God's work can get heavy. It's kind of like the difference between carrying a child. Have you, have you ever carried a child? Now, granted, if you're carrying a child for a period of time, you know, particularly if you're a guy, they get heavy pretty quick. And, 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 and your kind of lower back kind of gives way. And, and, and pretty soon you're looking to hand the child over. Mums are amazing. They can seem to carry kids forever. But you know what? As, as, as burdensome and as 
tiresome and as heavy as carrying a child can get from time to time. There's a much greater burden that comes with raising a child. Holding a child is light by comparison to raising a child. If you are a young person and you still live at home, whether you are the age of 6, 16 or 26 or 36, maybe even 46, it is well within the parents' rights to ask you to carry some wood, to put out the bin, to make your bed, to do the dishes. It's well within their right because the chores that you are being asked to do are nothing by comparison to earning money to pay the mortgage to raise you. Work with your parents and carry the load because they are carrying a burden. Can I say when it comes to serving in this church, if you love this church, if this is your home church, begin to carry the load through volunteering, get involved and take some of the weight off the leaders, some of the weight off the volunteers that are doing so much. I am so grateful for the incredible volunteer base that is in this church. And if you come week after week and you don't really give anything to this church, I would encourage you to get on. Because this service this morning would look oh so different if we didn't have the volunteers on board. Can you imagine what it would look like in the car park without our car park attendance? I mean, can you imagine? Maybe, maybe one morning we should just put that into practice. And then you'd soon say, thank you car park attendance. And if you didn't have a warm, friendly face helping you as you walk in and opening the door and welcoming you and greeting you and taking some of the angst of your week out of your day and the coffee and the lights and those who come early to put the heaters on so that this is nice and warm when you get here. I want to ask you to be a load-carrying church so those that are carrying burdens can get on with what God is calling them to do. I hope this is helpful. Because there is a pain in carrying the weight of the load. Absolutely. We saw a young Mitchie up here that was getting hard and he was struggling. He even needed to wipe his brow and take a drink. But it's nothing to the burden of leading a family, leading a business, leading a church. What I love about this story of Abraham and Isaac is there's not just the problems and the pain that they have to endure, there's also the provision that comes. In verses 13 and 14, we see that there's this lamb caught in the thicket Isaac the son is laid out, he's all bound. Abraham the father is ready to sacrifice his son. 
Not because his son's done anything wrong, not because he hates his son, not because he's got an issue, but just because he loves God more than his son. And God says, stop. And he provides a way out. He provides a lamb. He said, because you have not withheld your son from me, in other words, because you love me more than that which you love most, he provides a way out. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. And I'll give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God is not necessarily going to take the burden or the yoke from you, but he will help you to carry it. We are not designed to do this life alone. You may be struggling in your marriage right now. Then bring that to him. You may be struggling in your parenting right now. Then bring that to him. You may be struggling in a relationship or in a circumstance or in a situation. You may be struggling with your health. Bring that to him. The answer is always, come to me, says Jesus. And I'll give you rest. And I believe that if we will put God first in our lives, no matter what we are facing, no matter what we're going through, no matter how painful it may be, no matter how problematic it may be, we can find rest for our souls. It's amazing. People go to the doctors, they'll take all kinds of pills for their depression and symptoms and circumstances they face, but they don't take the Goss pill, which is the best pill ever. I mean, how many... I know, it's a dad joke, I know. But seriously... I think we would do well to go to God's word first and seek his face first and find rest for our souls in him first. Because some of the problems we face and some of the burdens we carry are going to be with us for some time. It's wonderful when you give birth to a child. That's an amazing day. But to find the grace, the ongoing grace to raise them Oh God, will you help me? It's wonderful when you get married and you walk down the aisle and you see this most beautiful woman walking towards you in the most incredible gown. I mean, that's the easy part of marriage. But day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, that takes God's grace. And the good news is, that his grace is available. The good news is that his grace is sufficient for each and every one of us. This is the end of the message. Thank you for taking the time to listen and God bless.